you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello, and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. Today we have two special guests, Pratiba Day and Roberto Cadiz. Pratiba is an entrepreneur, co-author, speaker, the founder of Chai Together. Chai Together is a video podcast turned business, inspired by her mother's brain health diagnosis and her own story of overcoming. Pratiba's mission is to bridge the mental health gap globally and create a community which will outlive her. Roberto is a mindset and wellness consultant, and he helps others by helping them tap into universal consciousness through spiritual hypnotherapy. And some of you guys might remember him as he is also a returning guest. So welcome guys, how are you? Hey, how you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Hey. Hey. Uh, So today I wanted to talk about fear because not only is it relatable, but um, I mean, everybody has felt fear at some point in their lives. And it's also a topic that we should and can elaborate on it a little more. And I know that there are like so many different types and forms of fear. But um, my question to you guys is, how do you how do you handle fear? How do you respond to fear? Like, is it the do you guys fight, flight or freeze? All right, I'll go first on this one. Um, so, you know, a long time ago, I guess fear was something that paralyzed me, right? So I was more of a flight person. You know, I wouldn't sit there and fight. I would try to avoid it as much as possible. And I heard an acronym for fear a couple of years ago that really flipped it for me, where fear stands for a false expectation of an approaching reality. Mm-hmm. So meaning like it's not here yet. Like what's there to be fearful about? It's just, it's a thought really like, Obviously, like if there's like a bear charging at you, you're going to have to defend yourself in whatever you know type of form possible. But like fear is just a mental mindset, like almost anxiety type of reaction to your own thoughts. So if you have control over your thoughts and you realize that fear is just a byproduct of your own worry, then there's literally nothing to fear. So that's kind of mm-hmm. like the synopsis of my interpretation. Like, it doesn't, I don't even let it get into my psyche. Really. Pratiba? Yeah, for me, fear, I'm definitely a fighter. And what comes to mind is the word fearless. When people say they're fearless, like technically none of us. So all of us have fear, no matter what the situation may be, where you're going to something new that maybe you haven't done before. But being fearless is pretty much, you know, having fear and still doing it. So that's what comes to mind for me is the word fearless, because I remember as a speaker, I say I have no fear, especially after the emotional impact of my story that I went through. But the mm-hmm. truth is, when I started Chai Together, I had, you know, negative comments and I could have stopped, but I fought the fear and did it anyway. So right. it's that statement of fighting the fear and still pursuing your dreams. That's true. I mean, I guess it does depend on, on the situation. But um, I think for me, if it's if it has something to do with like physical, I I totally freeze. I, it's horrible, but I freeze. (laughs) I mean, I remember one time when I was younger, there was an earthquake um, when I lived in California. 
and I saw like I looked out through my window and I saw the that other house was like swaying kind of and I just froze and my little brother was the one that actually had to like grab me grab me by the arm he like moved me where I guess we were told to stand under the the door frame or whatever and we just had to wait for it to pass but yeah it's crazy I mean if if you don't have a better grasp on fear the the implications that it can have are, are staggering especially in the mind um, I know people can develop PTSD anxiety depression and it can be very traumatic and even in, in severe cases people can develop DID dissociative identity disorder and I think it was known as multiple personality disorder before um, so this might be a little bit uncomfortable to talk about but do you guys have any stories of a time where fear has had a great impact on you? I mean, I'll, I can go first. <laughs> so for me, um, my dog, Tuffy, I don't know, it's video, so he's in the background. You might see him in the background there. Um, so for me, a couple of years ago when he was just a puppy, um, he almost got ran over. So I, I saw it all play out, and to this day, if someone opens the door to my house, like, my focus is completely on him, and I feel like I've developed some sort of anxiety due to that trauma and that fear, and I know it's something that I still have to deal with and have to work through, but um, what about you guys? Uh, so for me... Most of the time, it was regarding a situation that I had to express to somebody regarding how I felt. And I was scared to death to like actually verbalize what I was feeling. I was scared to death of the reaction that somebody was going to give me. And that fearfulness made me apprehensive. It made me delay a lot of truths that I needed to get out. And, you know, this was with partners, with my parents, with family, with friends, like, Depending on my perception of the situation and how severe it was and how deep the conversation was going to be, that was really a point for me where, fuck, like this is like, I'm scared to actually say what I have to say, but I, I have to say it. And like those butterflies in your stomach, that anticipation coming up to it, like it's intense. But then once you let it out and you realize that, you know, the world didn't blow up and you didn't like, you know, self-combust, it's okay. <laughs> like, it's all right. You can kind of move forward from it. But that's been the most... The times when I had to make like a confession have been the most fearful for me. Really? That's very interesting. What about you, Pratiba? So what comes to mind is for me, it's the sense of sight. So seeing, uh, you know, other people being physically abused. And during that time, I was in my own trauma. And I was also one of the people who were being abused, whether it's emotional, uh, physical, or uh, verbally, or all three combined. And therefore, me seeing, let's say, a child in my family being abused, I didn't take action and wasn't able to do anything about it because I was frozen, like how you mentioned, because I was afraid that if I go to protect the child, someone's going to hurt me as well. So that was a real time of fear that I had to work through in therapy, like to forgive myself, it's not my fault because I wasn't even able to help myself. So how could have I helped other family members who were also being physically abused at the time, uh, who were children. So it's it's a really deep thing and it's a heavy thing because that will scar them uh, for the rest of their life possibly. And it wasn't just the one time, it's something that you know is repetitive in their home, but I'm not the parent, you know? So it's like a tricky situation because 
they would still go back to their parents because that's their response as a child. They're not going to leave their parents, you know, they're young. So even if I took any legal action, it would have been a really tough situation. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And, and not only does it affect the mind, but um, yeah, like you said, physically, I mean, it it can actually manifest in the body as well. Um, Fear is such a, such a powerful emotion and you know it actually causes people to like sweat profusely or or like roberto like you said you feel it in your stomach um you know it elevates your heart rate it it causes shortness of breath and and spiritually i mean it stunts your growth i think um it places you in a low vibration and you know it prevents you from ascending so if you're stuck in a low vibration then you'll attract not so great things um which will then lead you to believe to have that like victim mindset and then you know be stuck in that vicious cycle so i mean i'm a believer in the the seven hermetic principles which are pretty much like the seven universal laws and one of those principles is the law of vibration and that states that everything moves everything you know is everything is always moving um and so it, it creates resonance so you create resonance um and so i i've also known that if you ever start to feel low or if you ever start to feel you know down I guess the best thing to do is to get up and start moving so I know Roberto you're very active (laughs) Um, you're always working out and inspiring others to do so so how has that helped change your life it's the I mean the action behind it all it's the key to it right we all need it we all need to move around we need to generate that positive momentum and we're not we're not rocks We're not trees, you know, like we are human beings who are active and through activity is how we gain that awareness to rise above any sort of fear, you know, like staying in the same place and staying stagnant is just preventative. Like if you're not progressing, you're regressing, right? Stagnation is the precursor to death. So from my perspective, anytime we need to do something to alleviate a sense of anxiety, remove that by getting into the actual present moment being in the now and moving get up from your chair walk around do whatever it is like people need this we are humans like we need to generate blood flow so we stay alive our hearts pump for a reason and it's essential it's and when you're moving around and you're walking when you go for a run you're not thinking about the things that are worrying you that day you're thinking about putting one foot in front of the other and not tripping over your ass and falling. Like you are in the moment. And that's when you're in the moment, you don't worry about the past. You don't worry about the present. You're not worried about the things that make you fearful. So constantly moving around, constantly being physically active makes the focus go to that activity and not the other things that are potentially giving you a fearful state of mind. That's true. I I agree. And you said be in the moment and that automatically shifted my mindset to meditation which i guess can be seen as the complete opposite of like movement but i i gotta say meditation helps out so much i mean it's helped me out a lot um and that's one way that we can do it because i think it's important to analyze fear and and what it is i mean a lot of our emotions can be fear so if you're if if someone is angry or if someone feels jealous or or if there's envy at the core I feel that that is just fear. And so if we identify fear, we can sit with it, we can process it and gain clarity and be able to overcome it and evolve. 
What do you guys think? Yes, I agree with you. I also wanted to say regarding Chai Together, I feel one of the reasons why I transformed at a faster pace regarding my mental health and the mental resolve that I have now is from having multiple conversations and interviewing other people and their stories. And it's healing because especially during the pandemic, so I never lacked um, you know, any void feeling loneliness or that I'm not socializing enough because I had my own show. So I feel that's how I've supported my own mindset and doing my own work um, with, you know, other therapy forms. And that's how I grew to how I am now. So wow, human yep. interaction, human interaction. <laughs> that's actually another like fear of mine. I feel like I've got a little bit of social anxiety. Um, I don't know what it is. Just like being around people <laughs> but yeah maybe i should sit with that may i ask you a question sure go for it do you feel you have the social anxiety because of other people's opinions or the things they may say or um you know they may perceive you a certain way i think so i think um yeah it's probably the fear of other people's opinions um uh-huh. because i know that my way of thinking is a little bit you could say a little bit more out there than other people and i feel like i i see things a little bit more differently um and it comes from the fear of them maybe not understanding me or misinterpreting me so that, yeah that could be that could be that's it. exactly what i was going to say they don't you feel that people don't understand you right <laughs> thanks for sharing yeah no problem so I know we got to go, but um, before we do, do you guys have um, any last thoughts? I want to say, wow, that was very quick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me on here. And this is nice. It was short to the point. And I feel like you covered an important topic that I have yet to do a show on or really talk about is fear. A lot of people have misconceptions behind fear, and I feel like we need to do more thorough research about what really is fear. I mean, everything starts in our mind. And most people who don't do the work on themselves, like you, myself, and Roberto, we're, we're not average. We're different in the sense of, you know, we only want to connect with people who will understand us. So I feel like for you, you're just in the beginning of your journey now that you're putting yourself out there with your podcast, that you will align with those people who will understand you and not find you to be, um, you know, weird or that Um, judge you because that's not going to help in your journey. So overall, I just want to say thank you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) Roberto, any last thoughts? Yeah. So, I mean, the same, thanks for having me on again. It's dope. Prativa, what's up? Good to see you again. And like regarding the fear, you know, it's obviously like a negative low vibrational state of mind. And when you're like that, what else is there to do but to elevate? So whatever it is that you are fearful of, tackle it go and face that fear like it's an obstacle that needs to be overcome or else you're going to continually stay in that fear-based pattern and nobody wants to live like that like i don't give a shit what anybody says out there we all want to live a high vibrating life how do we do that by overcoming our own limiting beliefs our own imposed obstacles like fear should be smashed if you're scared of spiders go hold a spider. If you're scared of snakes, go hold a snake. You know, if you're scared of heights, climb a tree, tackle the fear. And then once you realize that it was all in your head, it is no longer an obstacle. And then you can move on to the next thing, right? Continually continually processing what it is that's going on in your brain 
will step you up and get you to the next level of your evolution. Right. Oh my God. You said hold, hold a spider. And that's one of my fears. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might, Oh, I don't know. I, I need more time on that. <laughs> May I add something? Daddy long legs or something like that. Something <laughs> easy. May I add something sure. to what Roberto sure. said? I wanted to say when I went skydiving years ago, I remember the gentleman stating that his nephew or one of his family members also went who was afraid of heights. But once they got in the air, it's not really the height they were afraid of. They were just having fear behind the concept of being up high. But after that, they didn't have a fear of heights. It's it's really just your perception. But all along, there was no fear of heights. So like, that's the point that the person was never scared of heights. They were just afraid of the concept of something happening to them while they're in the air. Right, like dig deeper like what's behind it it's not necessarily the height but is it fear of pain is it fear of death like what dig deeper i would say right <laughs> but yeah oh the spider thing got me oh. <laughs> even just looking at them but you know what i've done i've done a little better like i can before i wasn't even able to look at them and now i'm like learning to appreciate they 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 are beautiful. They do have beauty to them. So step by baby steps. <laughs> Follow-up show, how Laura does with spiders. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I love ten, spiders. 10 years from now. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me. I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you. Thanks. You All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Later. Later. Well, guys, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode. And if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you may be notified of all other future episodes. And remember, I do have an Etsy shop called Laura Jean Candles. I sell intention candles for love, success, protection. So go ahead and check them out. And if you want to support the podcast, that's one way that you can do it. And I would truly appreciate it. And if you would like to make a small donation, you can do so at www.mysteriesbeyond.com. Also, follow us on social media on Facebook at Mysteries Beyond and or on Instagram at lauralavender.mb. And lastly, if you have any questions or if there's any feedback or if there's simply something, anything that you just feel like sharing, you can email me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode.